FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by Brit Award winner Tom Walker. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank How you. I'm doing very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. You've announced a brand new album and your new single, Head Underwater. Tell us a little bit about this single. It's very upbeat. I love it. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's a bit of a mix. It's upbeat, but then the the lyrics are a little bit depressing. It's uh, depressing with an undertone of hope, I like to say. That's always good. Was that the aim? Um, I think when, when I went to the studio, I wrote it with an amazing bunch of producers called the McDonough Brothers, and they had come up with this piano hook, and it sounded so great, and we kind of wrote the lyrics over the top of this very ha- happy piano part, mm-hmm. but then they ended up just being, I mean... You know, there is a bit of light in there, but they also can, they do sound a little bit heavy, but it's basically about, you know, when those moments in life that really test you, where everything seems to be getting on top of you, um, but you actually make it out the other side. And when you do, if you do, then you learn something from those experiences. And uh, that's just what the song's about. And we mentioned earlier on that you are a British Award winner. You got it for your debut album. Was there pressure to follow on then from that? I mean, I think there always is. Yeah, the last album was, uh, I guess, unexpectedly very successful. Because, <laughs> you know, I signed a record deal and then went and made an album and didn't really think about anything. And and then obviously went on to be this huge success. So I think at the, the start of the process of writing this second album, that was getting to me a little bit. And I felt like I was writing for the wrong reasons and and, you know, becoming obsessed by the numbers and what production I thought would get us like onto radio and all mm-hmm. the rest of it and it wasn't until I kind of dropped all of that stuff and kind of went back to just making music I absolutely love for no other reason than I love it and I'm obsessed with doing it then this album started to come together and I must have binned at least two albums worth of songs to get to to this album and I'm I'm so happy with it and so proud of it I've just been sitting and listening to all the masters that are being delivered on Friday and it just sounds so good and it's so much more ambitious than my first album and vocally I really pushed myself to my limit and I'm I'm so excited for people to hear it. Do you remember when that moment came where you're like oh I'm back to me again I get this now? Yeah it was when I got in with um, the producers I made you know the bulk of this album with and I'd been in a bit of a creative rut for a while kind of writing songs but not really loving the process and not being excited about the kind of production and I was a little bit lost but when I got in with them, they they just reignited this kind of this passion for the project that that had been missing, and they were so excited about everything, and they had all these ideas, and I'd brought in a bunch of stuff, and, and it was just such a wonderful collaboration. And we did like a week and a half out in in Los Angeles, um, and then we we finished it all off in the UK, and it was so great for me to kind of go to their stomping grounds and get really excited about this kind of new process in this new place and then it was awesome when they came over to the UK and we ended up going into one of my favorite studios um called Rack Studios and and finishing off the rest of the tunes so it was a, a really wonderful process once we got going i think that's the hardest thing about yeah. writing a new album is once you've got the concept and the idea for what sound you want you you just you're running you know what i mean but getting to that point can be quite difficult it's almost that pressure where you know when you sit down you're like okay, i'm gonna write something now i'm gonna do something now it's always harder than kind of just doing it and seeing kind of what flows and what works yeah 100 percent, and it, and it's hard to plan yeah to be creative and it's hard to like plan when you're gonna feel inspired and i think that is the difficulty of of doing 
something that was once a hobby that is now a job. Mm -hmm. Um, But I managed to find my feet, thankfully. So the new album, I Am, is out on May 31st. Is this more looking at your own personal journey than previous when you would have looked at maybe other people's journeys? Yeah, I think my first album was all about my friends and my family and their experiences. And this is much more about, you know, my life over the last five years. And there's been some amazing ups, but also like some some really difficult downs, you know, like I lost a, a close friend of mine and it was really unexpected losing somebody at the age of like, you know, when you're in your thirties, like it's, it's, it's not something you think is ever going to happen. And, and so there's a lot of that on the album. There's a lot of light and shade that has uh, kind of affected me over the last couple of years. Was it quite nice to look into some of those feelings a bit more? Well, I think the reason I started writing music when I was younger is because it kind of became a, a form of therapy for me to get all of the things I was worried about or really happy about or, you know, just things that emotionally really had an effect on me. I'd, I'd put them into a song and it would help me kind of process mm-hmm. what was going on. And that's definitely definitely been a constant in this new album. And that that is kind of what I'd fallen out of love with. I was writing about things that weren't, you know, getting to me and weren't, really r- real enough to put onto an album but everything on this album now is is incredibly real and incredibly personal to me and that's why I decided to call it I am something that's also personal is your beanie so I noticed it in the video for head underwater that the iconic beanie turns up again have you ever thought of changing that out for maybe like a cowboy hat or something else <laughs> do you know what there's not many other hats that suit me like caps <laughs> don't really suit me uh, I've not tried tried a cowboy hat. Maybe that's next on the list. But I've tried those kind of peaky blinders caps. Oh, yeah. They're not great either. And to be honest, I, I love wearing a hat. You just get up in the morning, put a hat on, and you're ready for your day. That's so, the thing. Uh, Le- less yeah, work. Exactly. Less work. You look good straight away. Just put the hat on. You're good to go. But I've got a <laughs> you know a drawer full of like probably 300 beanies at this point. So uh, yeah, I think I'll stick with it. <laughs> Have you a lucky beanie? Have you one that you kind of pull out when you're like, hey, I need a little bit of extra good luck here? Not really. Unfortunately, beanies don't last that long. You know what I mean? Mm. They're all they're, like, I've, I've got one of those debobbler things to try and like extend the life of the beanie <laughs> as much. But uh, it's not like a good quality T-shirt. You, you don't get like a lot of washes out of one. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I've built up quite a collection. I don't really have a lucky one. I could see you with a bit of tread trying to sew because everyone has a favourite something. Once you're kind of committed, I can see you kind of sewing up the little holes to try and make it last a little longer, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yet to take up sewing, but maybe that's the answer. <laughs> You're also going to be coming to Dublin, so you'll be in the Three Olympia on April 22nd. I also noticed on your social that you're kind of turned into a bit of a Instagram foodie. <laughs> yeah, kind of by accident. I mean, we um, on the release of, of Head Underwater that weekend, we decided to go um, to see a wonderful man called Spudman, who's like a jacket potato nice. bender. And he's built up this insane following on social media where he's got like a, a queue of like 200 people at any moment on any day of the week. He's selling like 1,500 potatoes a day. Um, so we went up to him and the idea was like, well, he's always got a queue. We know there's going to be people there. We'll go down, we'll like meet him, hopefully get to try one of these amazing jacket potatoes and do a little gig. And then he kind of spread the word. So like more than a thousand people showed up, uh, probably like 1,500 to be honest. So it was crazy. The whole of Tamworth was absolutely buzzing. And then we decided to go and do that again last weekend 
and we went to Barnsley and we did a gig there and that, that was even busier. So, so this kind of idea of going to these smaller towns and cities where artists won't necessarily stop in, you know what I mean? Like there's, you know, I, I doubt Beyonce is going to do a gig down in Barnsley <laughs> and people are so appreciative of, yeah. of, of coming down and, and, and us doing a gig. So it, it was such an amazing experience on both days and we're going to try and do many more of them throughout the year. That's yeah, the plan. Try out the local cuisine and all that. Yeah, exactly. We went into Dolly's um, desserts in in uh, Barnsley, which was like amazing. I had what was it? I had Jaffa cake ice cream. Oh wow! Like, it was for breakfast, so a strange breakfast, but delicious nonetheless. And then uh, we went down to another jacket potato vendor who's based in Barnsley, who Spudman had recommended, called Tatty Lady, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. Have you a favourite uh, meal? I, I, to be honest, I'm a big fan of the jacket potatoes at the moment. Mm. I, I, well, I was gutted when Spud you like like went away from service stations. Like, I'd much rather have a jacket potato, beans and cheese than a McDonald's. So I'm buzzing there making a return. I'm capitalising on it. Yeah, and you'll easily get one of them here in Ireland. We love our potatoes in all sorts of ways. So you'll nice. easily find one. <laughs> well, maybe you guys could recommend like a, a favourite spot and we'll check it out when we're in town. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. No doubt. So you'll be here in the Three Olympia on April 22nd. It's all sold out. So that's going to be one heck of a gig. The new album, yeah. One of I am. Um, yeah, oh, it's unreal. So every time I played there, and I'd started there by supporting George Ezra like years and years ago, and thought it was one of my favourite venues. So I'm so buzzing to come back because last time we played there, it was crazy in the best possible way. Yeah, we love a gig here for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And there's something about that venue. There's some magic yeah. in the air there. So I'm I'm so excited to be coming back. We can't wait to have you. And then the new album, I Am, is out on May 31st. Tom Walker, thank you so much for chatting to us. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys soon.